This is the Inside Track podcast by the BVRLA. Join us as we speak to high-profile guests from across rental, leasing and fleet as they discuss their careers, react to the latest news and look at what may be coming in the future. Hi everyone and welcome to the Inside Track podcast from the BVRLA. Um, I'm Adam Forsher from the communications team um, and today's podcast forms part of our People in Skills Week um, activity where we're making loads of support available to members loads of insights that will hopefully help with finding the right people, hiring them, getting them through the door and then keeping them here. Um, Today I'm joined by Scott Jenkins who's the Sales and Operations Director at Auto Horn Fleet Services. Um, They're based up in York and Auto Auto Horn Services span daily rental through to flexible and long-term leasing um, as well as as wider fleet management support Um, and flex.co.uk is the primary brand within that group. Um, Scott's also the new chair of the BVRLA's Rental Committee, um, which will be meeting again in the coming weeks to discuss what's going on um, in that part of our membership. Um, Scott, welcome. How's how's the year going so far? Um, it, as expected, I think. A uh, challenging um, start to the year. Um, um, still with the normal, you know, everything everything uh, hard to get. You know, stock supplies, people supplies, everything supplies are, are still quite difficult. But but I think there is light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. We are starting to see a um, we're, we're having more phone calls regarding um, stock from different manufacturers, which is good. And, and so we're I don't want to jinx anything, but touch wood. Yeah, we're starting to starting to see a bit of light here. Excellent. I think with that vehicle supply, that is broadly what we're hearing. And I think our, you know, our industry outlook report back in December, that was generally the, the trend that people are thinking this year is where it's going to sort of slowly come back in. And towards the end of the year, we, for product supply, we should be getting closer to where we want to be. Um, I guess you also just alluded to people shortage, which um, I think is something that post-pandemic with a lot of working habits changed, a lot of attitudes changing. Um, has been a widespread issue, particularly across our membership. Um, and I guess that's what we were wanting to get into today in terms of, you know, what, what steps you're taking and what projects you've been doing over however long to, you know, address that gap and see if there's any um, tidbits in there that other members might be able to learn from. Um, I know when we spoke before, you mentioned about some work you do at a local level. Um, you know, a lot of students come into York, you get a lot of talent in, but then they might leave after their courses and there's maybe some steps you're taking at a local level. Um, are you able to give us a bit of an overview of what you're doing within that, please? To sort of, um, sure. Attract people in. Yeah, I think I think um, I think it starts back a little bit from 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 uh, from before the pandemic, actually, where we we were growing very fast and um, needed to um, uh, employ more staff to be able to cope with the growth that we were having. Um, and um, what we found in York, York has two universities, um, uh, uh, and it's great. Graduates come here, they learn, they have a great time, and then they leave and go to the bright lights of Leeds and Manchester and London. And so, so there is a skills shortage in York. Um, it's also, you know, obviously York is is a place where people like to come to visit. Um, it's a very well paying um, city, even uh, you know, in in you know the service sector is very well paid here um so it's quite a challenge to um to attract staff to get them to to even want to look at auto horn and, and think well you know why would i want to go and work there so we started off 
a few years ago by looking at our the way we recruited. Um, we looked at our, our adverts, how we uh, how we um, how we sold ourselves within an advert. We looked at the actual job roles themselves. Um, uh, we looked at our contracts. We looked at our working hours. We looked at our work environment. So there was a huge amount of work that went before anything, before we even got to the point of saying, right, let's put an advert out. So what happened was we put adverts out and we found that uh, you know, the people that, that were applying were, st- were still limited. You know, we, we were struggling to get good quality um, applicants from our, from our adverts. And I had a chance meeting uh, with um, uh, a lady called Anna from, from York St. John University and we got chatting into the the kind of courses at the business school there and other and other areas of the university were um, putting on um, for its graduates um, or for its for its students, um, and the more we talked, the more we realised that actually uh, that there are that there are groups at a local level that talk to the universities to to say to them, look, we are short of skills and we are short of skills in this area, this area, this area, and this area. So we then started talking to local colleges, which is more where our, you know, our, our pool mm. of resource comes from, really. Um, we spoke about, we've always had apprentices here. Um, that's, we've always been quite successful. In fact, one of our, one of our um, original apprentices who, who's now been with us for about 11 years and is now our, he heads up all of our marketing and our brand strategy. Uh, he, he's a, you know, he came from, from York College. Um, so it's a really, really good, strong thing. But we spoke to him to say, listen, this, these are the skills that we need um, and this is what we're short on. At the time, very much in accountancy um, and some customer service roles. Um, so um, York, College, uh, York College changed a few of the... Um, modules that they were doing with their start uh, with their students to to try and help fill our gaps. Um, uh, the same with the university, not to such a degree with the university. It wasn't sort of based on us. Um, but what we found was actually you can't just. I think the biggest thing on it, you can't just put an advert out and expect you know expect people to come. You know, you you have to put some hard work in. Um, we we do a lot of work now. With the universities, um, we, we've put together training needs analysis for all of our staffs. So we've all got training plans. We have out of our thirty office staff, um, wow, there's, there's probably thirty percent of them now are on some form of extra learning, be it a qualification relating to their job, like the um, uh, the accountancy um, uh, AAT. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. Four people currently doing um, further education degrees um, in business studies. Um, I've just completed my MBA. Um, we've got another three people waiting to, to do something next. Um, we've got people on leadership and development, um, ILM things. And we are a small company, you know, so, mm. so we, have, we have around 60 staff in total. Half of that staff would be um, valet a driver kind of um, uh um, staff and the, and the rest would be would be office and sales based, um, but by putting this together, um, it kind of it kind of really goes around in a whole circle. You know, put, putting these packages together for them with the help of the universities has 
you know, it, help, it helps with our staff retention. We're now keeping staff a lot longer and we're keeping the right staff and they are trained staff. They know their jobs. They, they can work themselves. They, they're very autonomous. It's, you know, it, it works very well for us. It's taken a long, long time to get to this point. Um, we've had to, um, we had to change our culture um, you know our, our thought process you know we've lost a lot of our workforce for a lot of time now due to training and that before was such a hard thing to think oh, you know and, and some of the university degrees are block training you know they're away for two weeks at a time on top of their normal holiday on top of that you know but you have to be a commitment you know a, a, a degree commitment means that you will give your staff 20% of their working week away to training and uh you know all their study mm-hmm. um and so that's a huge commitment for a company our size that we you know we're not overpopulated with staff you know it's it's but we are now starting to really reap the rewards um you know there was a sales meeting just the other day where they were talking about um uh the, the, there's, there's a certain fishbone way of thinking and uh it, we would have never had that you know, years yeah. ago. So, so it's fantastic. You know, we really, really see some how how this learning is being applied. So we've got now a good culture. We've got um, we've got good adverts. We've got a good, you know, our, uh, we, we've reduced everybody hours. To, nobody works more than thirty seven hours a week. Um, we are even looking at, and this is this is very early days yet, but we're looking at doing a four day week. Um, just you know, there's been trials going on um, recently. I think with around sixty odd um, employees, where they've been trialing it, and it's it's had good and bad. Um, very hard in some respects in call centres and that sort of thing, because you know you you've got to be there for a certain amount of time. It's very hard to be more productive in that in that arena. Um, but, but very positive. So we're starting to look at that. So we're moving uh, moving along all the time with how how we make it a great place to work for our staff. However, we still have the issue of attracting staff. Um, it's, it's still very, very hard to even get somebody to, you know, apply for a role. Mm-hmm. So we've been looking, been looking again at other things. There's, you know, we, we, uh, we're executive members of the Chamber of Commerce. Um, I also sit on the uh, on the chamber board um, for North Yorkshire and uh, West Yorkshire, and um, there's a group there uh, doing some fantastic work at the moment uh, with um, prisons, and there is a um, there's a lot of work going into uh, so, so again in in York being being a um, a uh, tourist place you know there's a lot of hotels and there's a lot of the staff that used to work in hotels that no longer are in the country to do so so they're having to find you know they're having to fill these gaps you know and um certain they they there's a there's a women's prison near york um who have set up a uh a group where they're um they have day release um to come and work uh, in and around the businesses in York and the hotels have really really taken this on and just been fantastic I was speaking to the chap who who heads this at the moment there's now 16 women employed within York 
um, uh, who are either serving their time or, or are on, uh, or have now been released and are now in full-time employment. Uh, and, and it's a fun, yeah, it's fantastic. It really is. It, it's a, um, it's available all around the country. Uh, it's um, through the New Futures Network, um, which is a government-backed scheme. Um, and almost every prison around the UK now has an um, employment advisory board. Um, and so if, if you, you – there's, so there's lots of hoops to jump through. It's not as easy. But, and, and also there are certain levels of prisoner that, that, that may or may not fit. But they, you, know, you have, you have you know, everything goes through the normal way. That the, it, for York, especially with the ladies' prison here, it allows, it allows us to um, give them a chance to re for rehabilitation. Um, there, there are lots of facts and figures that, that, that they will tell you, which I'm not going to repeat because I don't know the full ones, but about trying to keep people um, away from prison. Well, actually teaching them a skill and learn and, and it is a huge importance. Um, this and it kind of goes back. This is kind of explains a bit more with the, with what happens further down the line. So, so the women that come to Askham Bryan Prison in in York generally come from uh, Askham Ground. Sorry, generally come from Wakefield. Now, Wakefield Prison, the women there um, uh, they sew. That's that's the job that that is the main thing in that in that prison. Well, actually, when they come to York, hasn't really got a huge, um, you know, material. Um, uh, I can't think of the word that I want yeah. for this uh, uh, textiles industry. Yeah. So the chaps from uh, from the Employment Advisory Board in York have gone to the Employment Advisory Board in Wakefield and said, "Listen, these are the skills that we need. These are what we you know. We need we need." For the hotel area, we need cooks, we need people that can do accountancy, bed maker, you know, the, the, the chamber maiding and all this sort of thing. And it's fantastic. So Wakefield have changed what they do in that prison to make it fit for York, to make York fit for the advisor, for the employment board here. So yeah. it, it, it's fantastic. So we're, we're talking to them now uh, about... Well, what what can we offer as a business? Um, you know what you know because it, it it one it's a great you know a great thing to be able to 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 be able to do to help some people that that want to help themselves and and you know get back into society. Um, uh, so there are things out there for people. It, 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 you've just I think my advice to anyone when trying to um, you know recruit is. You know, don't don't. It's not just the the advert that you're putting out there. It's, you know, that's that's probably that's probably the last part that you have to try and sort out. You know, there, there's so much more to look at to make yeah. it. You know, one one. If you have got your culture right, your your you know your contracts right, your you know all all of that part of it, and you're still struggling, look further. You know, cast your net further afield than you would have done before. Get in contact with your you know your, the, the the chamber of commerce is a fantastic. Um, a fantastic group that you can really get a lot of help from um and they do so many different things you know i would have never have learned about about uh this this help with the uh new futures network without that so it's really really helpful no absolutely and i guess that there are huge parallels between you know what you've said you've you've had some success in already with sort of the you know the local colleges and you know identifying those skills gaps exactly what you've just said is happening within the prison network as well of you know working in collaboration instead of 
you know, being solely a push of, you know, this is the talent, this is what they can do. It's more, you know, where where can we work together? And I guess circling right back, obviously you said, you know, the first first phase was, you know, reviewing your culture, reviewing your working practices, your contracts, etc. Was that done with input from existing staff to sort of say, what do you want from us? Or was it more holistic? Was it, how did that process work? And I guess, what were some of the key outputs? You mentioned the working week sort of being capped, I guess. Were there any other sort of notable changes which are now sort of pretty universal across across the group? Um, yeah, everything we do is, everything we do, a lot of what we do is in is aligned with, with with the people that work for us. You know, we we talk to them for there's no there's no point trying to implement a change that's not going to work for people. But the hard thing is, you know, what works for one doesn't work for another. You know, so it's very difficult to make that um, you know the, the one size fits all sort of cap. Um, mm-hmm. But but generally, when most of the things we've put in have been very very positive. You know, like the, the you know the the um, shortened hours we've also changed to you know with some different shift patterns now because we still need to be open between eight and six um and everybody worked from eight till six it's like a you know an old-fashioned car dealership you know in in years gone by um but so we've now you know allowed more flexible working with splitting the time we don't have any but well we have a couple of people that work from home um occasionally but after the pandemic, um, we asked our staff, you know, do you want to be able to work from home? What's your feelings? What you know? And uh, I think we only had one person out of the thirty that, that were able to do that that said they would like to, which we've managed to fit in, you know, uh, around to be able to do so. So we've been quite. I, I feel quite lucky. I, 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 for me personally, I think it's important to be in the office. I think it's important to have the connection with mm. your team um and also in, in you know our, it's such a fluid environment you know is that car available sometimes you actually have to go and put your hand on it physically to make sure it is there because you know our systems sometimes you know yeah. we, you know we don't don't do things quite right you know um so yeah. i i think it makes it much easier and, and the team enjoy you know after the pandemic everyone was just so so you know pleased to be back at work we also have we're lucky we moved into new offices uh, uh in the middle of last year so we've got some you know bright new space for everybody to work uh and you know it, it's a nice part but if you don't if you don't talk to your teams then you know you, you're not going to know what they need and, and by trying to force things on you know and they also have some great ideas you know we we it's, it's such a simple one, but we've been doing it for years now. But, you know, we, we have fresh fruit every day delivered. Um, mm. we, and it's just, it's just a, it was an idea from one of the staff just said, look, I'm fed up with eating, you know, cakes off the sandwich van or whatever, you know, can we have these? So we do, we do fresh food and um, you don't realise how important it is until the place where we were getting it from uh, went on holiday for two weeks and we had no, no fruit yeah. and it was uproar. <laughs> and it was, you know, you'd, you'd have thought we'd have not paid everyone, you know, and, yeah. and it's something you just take for granted so often, you know, and um, uh, yeah, so it's quite, quite, you know, quite, quite amazing. And it's nice to do something healthy, but there's all, you know, we, we give, we allow people um, to take time off for charity work, um we um we we uh, we sponsor local 
local events and local teams that are part of this business you know that that so you know people we have people with children who might you know have their football to local football team that sort of thing it's important to us we think that that when our staff comes to us and say can we have a couple of hundred quid for some new shit t-shirts or whatever it is for the kids it's good you know it makes them feel very proud to be part of that mm. um it's not just you know doing the bigger things so we do a lot of community work with them we do we do a lot of um, that, that again. That was an idea from them, you know. Um, you know, because we do sponsor some. You know, we sponsor York City Knights, who who aren't quite Super League yet, but they're they're getting there. Um, but but our, you know, feedback from our team was, you know, well, hang on a second, it's more important to sponsor the 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 you know the the, the children really, you know. And so that's we do a lot of that now around York. A lot of our teams play each other and things. But that's that's again it's from them. Yeah, and I guess with that, it sounds very much like the motivation, you know, comes from within its causes that the team are invested in or that they have a personal connection to. So you're you're harnessing that positive culture and people feel, you know, the company's giving back and it, it's a two-way street. I guess typically a lot of companies would see local sports teams and local community things as sponsorship opportunities, you know, to grow their, their awareness locally, to get more customers in, etc., do you find that as a secondary benefit in some cases or is it just, you know, it's about supporting the causes that matter to the team and it's kind of secondary, anything else? It, yeah. Num- n- number one is, is, is supporting something locally. That's part of our business. You know, that, that, you know, there's, there's some connection there from our business and because that we've, we have seen that that gives us so much more, such, such a bigger result than than the fact that someone might come and hire a car from us. You know, it, it's it's you know we don't even measure it. You know how 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 effective it can be in that way. You know, um, uh, I don't even we measure everything, but we, that's not not something that we've. I, I've never gone to a board meeting and said, "Great news, we've had five people from our sponsorship of." Uh, I can't even think of one now, but uh, a Rangers yeah. cricket club. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, but it's but. Um, the 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 chap who plays the Rains and Cricket Club absolutely loves it. He's got it's got you know our name over his shirt, and it's you know it's 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 quite amazing the effect that it has, the positive effect that it has. Hmm. Yeah, I think that that is I think what is is often missing. Like you say, it's it's getting the system right to you know make sure people when they see your job adverts or they see your name pop up as a an option they think oh you know I've heard good things about them or that sounds like a the job for me it's the right title the right package etc um, but then it's yeah harnessing beyond that and it it sounds like obviously you you know put a lot of trust into your into the team it's not that sort of very old-fashioned traditional this is the way it's done and we always do it it's you know we're all adults what do you want what can we do together like I say it's that two-way street I guess which it, it is a lot but it's not as um it's not easy to get to that two-way street, you know that 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 um, ability to have a team that you can talk to in that way has started all those years ago when we were looking at how do we recruit good people into our business, what you know, how or how do we recruit anyone into our business at one point, you know, um, and it takes time. It really is. There's no quick fix to this. There's no you know, I've worked, you know, we had toxic people in this business, you know, and it's hard how they affect all the good work you've done. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, it's wiped out. And you've got to work either very hard to remove that person from that business or to change their attitude and change their way as well and into thinking this way. And we're lucky, you know, we're not, we're not lucky. That's, that's probably the wrong word. We have worked as a business very hard to get that culture right. And we're probably only just there. And we're mm-hmm. there on a knife edge, you know, because it can, yeah, it can just fall so easily the other way. Um, and you've got to constantly be working and constantly improving. And that's why, you know, you, th- you can't just sit on your laurels and think, well, that's it, we've made it. You know, that's, that's us done now, you know, because it just changes. People's life changes, you know, and it may not be something that is in work that is affecting their work performance, you know, or their, or their attitude. And you've got to be so aware um, of we now have more mental health first aiders than we do have, um, I don't know what, first aiders, just first aiders, yeah. you, you see what I mean. Um, um, because we we recognise, we, we had a very un, two very unfortunate incidents within our business. Um, and, we, and, we, and it's kind of put mental health to the forefront of what we try and do. And that, again, uh, you know, that your culture affects that. Your culture makes that, is it a nice place to come to work? Does somebody want to actually come in and, and give the? Or does somebody you know want to come in and feel happy and feel feel like they're 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 being part of a team and they're and they're part of this business and what they do makes a difference? Or does somebody feel you know totally left out from that? And we need to recognise that. We need to learn when people are in that way and help help them where we can. You know, it's that and that's the tough part. You know, is is knowing where and how to help um but by giving our people more training and more you know we have three valities that are mental health first aiders which is amazing to me you know that that just you know that it's all volunteer we don't make anyone do any of it you know we ask people do you want to do it um and um you know in in that side of the business historically that's not something that would have happened before um so it's yeah it's it's i i think People are finding that um, pe- people are more open to that sort of thing anyway now. Um, but it, I think, really, what this started from on this part of the conversation was around how you you just can't sit back. You need to you need to keep going. You need to be looking at everything you're doing because things change. You know, it, it, the world hasn't given us given us that lesson recently. I don't. You know, <laughs> I don't know what has. Exactly. Yeah, you know. No, I, I think that's that's exactly it. It's that always on piece, and that internal culture is as, as big as anything, and then feeds you know people wanting to come in and and stay. I mean, one of a former boss of mine, you know, back when we were doing five days in the office a week, and you know people were commuting in for two hours without even thinking that was <laughs> that was anything unusual. Um, he always used to joke that he saw us as much as he saw his family, which I say it's a joke, but probably not that far from the truth and when you think you know people working a you know typical full-time shift you do spend so much time with your colleagues and within that business and within those four walls you really do need to think about how to make that you know as as accessible as positive as beneficial as possible because as you say if it's going the other way for someone it can have some really detrimental effects on them personally on the business on everything um so I guess if we to just close, like you say, it's it's a huge process and it's that sort of always on approach. Is there sort of that that first step, you know, a 
another member who might be listening who you know they might be having issues getting people in or having that slightly toxic culture at, at parts what's sort of the the first step to take which then the other bits can can follow with that conscious effort that's a good question that adam um because there are a lot of steps <laughs> yeah yeah there are there are and i think i think i think it would be um if i if, if we're looking to recruit now and you're struggling to recruit i think the um i think look at look at the job that you're recruiting for really i, th- I, th- I think you know just make sure that you've got everything correct in that in look at that's oh, a great question i don't <laughs> i'm i'm struggling to um just think there let me just i think i would look at um bit of a helicopter approach on my whole business actually to start off with have i got the right people you know the right people in the right roles and the right roles with the right people to start with and then that then i know whether i need that extra person or not because right now employing extra people is expensive you know so you need to be 100 sure that you need that person so what 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 can be taken on by other people if possible or not make sure that role is as clear in your advert as you possibly can and then look at what you're offering as a company. You know, look at what other pe- you know. We looked at what other people offered within York to see. Well, hang. You know, are we are we on a par with them? Do we are we as attractive as them? Can we be better than them to attract those people? And I mean that with things like holidays, um, you know, contracted hours, shift work, you know, working from home, all of those things that you know so many other people offer now that you need to make sure you know that's important your boss when he said i see you guys more he's absolutely right he would have done and and you know i love the people that work for me but not as much as my family you know <laughs> i i would much rather be with them so yeah. it's a very um have a look check make sure you need it and if you do see what else other people are offering and then see what you can change because if you keep putting out the same advert, which is what we learned, you get the same result. So, you know, change it, make it more attractive. But the next part of that is you've got to keep that person. You can't sell them false promises. So if you put it in there, you've got to deliver on what you're saying. And that's probably the hardest part. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I would do first. Amazing. Thank, thank you so much, Scott. I think that's a, a perfect spot to leave it on. Um, and hopefully some you know, food for thought for others out there who are maybe earlier in the journey than, than you guys are. Um, you know, and so many different opportunities and you know, ways to, to harness that and adapt you know, locally, adapt at an individual company level. Um, but no, th- thanks so much for giving up your time today. That's okay. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you click the subscribe button. Please leave a rating or review and feel free to share this on your social platforms.